You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is Uh-oh. it going? Hey! Is it? Hey! Let's go, baby! Undefeated wow. season, Pittsburgh. Here we come. <laughs> Good thing I didn't. Man, I almost dropped hey. the hit last night. Wow. Let's go. What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? How are you doing today? It is Ethan Smith. Over here at Locked On Pirates, your host, of course, who does the most. Obviously, today was really fun for us. We got to see some really fun Pittsburgh Pirates baseball as your Pittsburgh Pirates won opening day 2021 against the Chicago Cubs on opening day with a score of 5-3 to in a very long game that lasted exactly four hours with Sam Howard picking up the victory, Liam, or not Liam Hendricks, oh lord, Kyle Hendricks losing the matchup, and Richard Rodriguez picking up the save. What a game. Uh, We're going to recap this game. Segment two, we're going to talk about what went right, what went wrong, but before we get into that, today's episode is of course brought to you by Locker Room. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me on Thursday every single week to get in on the action. I was on there today. Some of you guys joined. That intro, of course, was my reaction to the key Brian Hayes home run in the top of the first inning. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. The Pirates got off to a fast start in this game, scoring three of their five runs in the first two innings. Very fun game for the most part. Again, this game lasted exactly four hours. Um... Yeah, I mean, they got the W. Of course, there's 161 more games to go. And realistically, getting out to that quick of a start was really nice. They got on top of Kyle Hendricks really quickly. It made things very difficult for the uh, Cubs to get back into it. If we're going to go ahead and talk about some things, is both of these first two segments will kind of be interesting. But the Pirates in this game, I mean... They just, the cool, Chad Cool looked okay. Uh, It was, for the most part, a rough outing for him, but he still did enough to only give up one run. Uh, Really good. I mean, or he gave up two runs, actually. Sorry, my apologies. And as far as pitching went, the Cubs only had two hits in this game. They did score three runs because of some errors there in the bottom of the third inning that allowed Contreras to basically score a free run. But you really have to look at how this game went. And the Cubs just kept walking and walking and walking and walking the Pittsburgh Pirates batters. And it just, I mean, realistically, it just kept getting to a point where the the Pirates had runners on base every single inning. And they were 3 for 20 with runners in uh, scoring position and left 15 players on base in this game. So this game could have been much worse for the Chicago Cubs than it was. If we go ahead and look at some pitcher lines, of course, Chad Cool pitched three innings, only allowed one hit, two runs, one earned run, and uh, had three balls on two strikeouts. And then 
the bullpen came in and just absolutely started out amazing, striking out 9 of 11 to come out right off the rip. Dwayne Underwood had an inning pitch with three strikeouts, as well as Sam Howard, who ended up getting the win in this one. He had three strikeouts in one inning. Clay Holmes came in and had a strikeout in one inning. David Bedner, the hometown kid himself, had two strikeouts in an inning. Chris Stratton gave up a run in one inning as well, and then Richard Rodriguez came in to get the save. So when you really look at how this game went for the Pittsburgh Pirates, defensively they could have did a little better those two uh, errors definitely looked like they might have hurt them down the line but of course it didn't end up meaning much um but again the Pirates just did very well I mean Key Brian Hayes of course came out right out of the gate Adam Frazier got on base and Key Brian Hayes just said you know what I'm gonna bomb one into left field with the wind coming in so that made it even more impressive. The exit velocity was 105 miles per hour on that 410 towering shot. I mean, it's just a great way for Hayes to start the season. It was just really fun to watch. I mean, we've been waiting for opening day for a while. We didn't even really know who was going to be on the roster until today. And you saw some bright spots. I mean, Adam Frazier in the leadoff role against right-handed pitchers looks like the perfect fit for Derek Shelton. Brian Reynolds played pretty well. Colin Moran didn't have a base hit, but he did get on base a couple times. Uh, I believe he only had two at-bats because of those uh, walks. Gregory Polanco was, ugh, he just kind of looked a little weird. Jacob Stallings had a very good game with two hits and four at-bats, uh, a walk as well, and a uh, RBI to his credit. Anthony Alford got the start in center field, had a kind of rough game. And then, of course, Dustin Fowler, his first at-bat, got a base hit. So a lot of firsts for the Pittsburgh Pirates here in game one of 162. And it was just a really fun game to watch. Some of you guys joined me on Locker Room. I joined some other rooms as well. It's always a fun time when the Pittsburgh Pirates are getting W's. And, I mean, again, when a team walks you more times than you've ever been walked in the live ball era, which I don't even remember how many times the Pirates walked. I could probably count it right now. Uh, I'll actually count with you guys. Two, three, four, seven. Moran walked three times. Eight, nine, eleven. And 11, yes. So the Pirates had 11 walks on the game. Again, just a really, really good game for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Very disciplined. They did have some iffy moments. Again, the bottom of the third and top of the fourth with some base running errors. Hayes probably could have had a third RBI in this game on a sack fly, but Dustin Fowler just had a bad base running uh, moment. But it's all good. The Pirates are 1-0 going into the season or starting to the season and going into the weekend, and it just makes it for a fun series now. The Pirates already picked one up in Wrigley, which I don't think a lot of people expected. And once again, today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Make sure you download the app and join me on Thursday every week to get in on the action Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It seemed like the Cubs had a uh, broken engine right now with hitting the strike zone in this game. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And when I come back, I will tell you what went right in this game and what went wrong, and I will be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Locked On Pirates podcast. We all know what happened with the Pirates today, getting their big opening day W against the Chicago Cubs. But do you want to know what else is going on in sports today? Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. 
Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app, spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts. So guys, and everyone listening, what went right and what went wrong in this game? Let's start on the positives. What went right? Well, Adam Frazier got on base to start the game, and Key Brian Hayes hit his first home run of the season in his first at-bat. Got the Pirates out to a 2-0 lead right off the rip. Things looked absolutely amazing immediately. And, I mean, realistically, we kind of expected Hayes to do this. He had a really good spring. I don't know if we expected him to hit a home run in his first at-bat, but you look at it, it did really well. Uh, What else went right? Um, I mean, Chad Cool did okay. He only gave up the two runs. Um, Or the one, was it one or two runs? I keep getting this confused. Um, He had the two runs, the one earned run. So he only gave up one earned run. He had two strikeouts. He did look like he was struggling to hit the zone a little bit. His fastball was struggling, which caused some of his other pitches to struggle. But as far as pitching goes, this bullpen looked absolutely amazing. The only person that really struggled was Chris Stratton. But, I mean, Clay Holmes, Dwayne Underwood, David Bednar, and uh, Sean Rodriguez, as well as Sam Howard, just looked absolutely amazing. Only giving up one hit over six innings pitched. I mean, sorry, I had to count again. But, I mean, it's just, it's really nice to see a team that, albeit it's only one game and we're not going to blow it out of proportion, but when your pitching staff only gives up two hits on a pretty good offensive team in the Chicago Cubs to start the year, that's a cause for celebration. I mean, you really look at what's been going on with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Steven Brault's on the 60-day IL list. Kyle Crick was not with the team because of the birth of his child. This team came out today with a mindset that we're going to go into Wrigley Field on opening day and win this game. And you could see it in the players that they were just happy to be on the field and play. Jacob Stallings hit two for four in the bottom or down there at the seven spot. He did really well. Kevin Newman continued his hot streak of hitting, hitting two for five on the day. Um, I mean, RBIs were credited to Adam Frazier, who had a uh, two-RBI game. Key Brian Hayes had a two-RBI uh, game, and Jacob Stallings had an RBI as well. I mean, the hitting was pretty good. They had nine hits as a team. The pitching was great. Like, there was nothing really that was super negative about this game except leaving a lot of runners on score and in scoring position. But what went wrong? Um, Anthony Alford didn't look the greatest. He did get on base, but then got picked off and then uh, into a rundown in between first and second, which basically cost the Pirates a run after Dustin Fowler came up to hit and got a uh, base hit. Dustin Fowler then followed that up by basically being halfway down the base pass on a key Brian Hayes sack fly opportunity to right field where Fowler with his speed would have definitely scored. But it was a blunder that cost the Pirates a run there as he had to trot back to third. Um, the only thing I would say is is not every game is this Pirates pitching staff going to pitch this good, and not every game is the Cubs or any other team only going to have two hits. You cannot hit three for 20 with runners in scoring position and leave 15 on base. If you want to win more ball games, that can't happen. Now, I mean, like, of course, let's be happy about the victory, but you do still have to look at the negatives as well. Um... I mean, of course, like, Hayes was left in scoring position twice. Frazier was left in scoring position twice. Alford twice. Polanco, Stallings, and Reynolds. So, I mean, it was okay. The Adam Frazier 
fielding was kind of weird today. He had that random error in that bottom of the third inning, and then he fielded the next ball almost the same exact way and started talking to himself. He obviously picked it up later on in the game and didn't really have any other blunders out of that. But, I mean, it was just very weird to see a guy who's basically in the gold glove conversation every single year have something like that happen to him. But, I mean, I didn't put too much stock into it. He was okay. He didn't, like, there was nothing else going on. What else went right? I mean, the Pirates, if you look at the Cubs, the two hits came from Anthony Rizzo and Eric Sogard. So, you shut uh, Chris Bryant down. He had a walk in his four at, or three at-bats. Javier Baez had three strikeouts in four at-bats, as well as Jason Hayward, who had three strikeouts in four at-bats. So when I talked about what the Pirates needed to do to win the series, they needed to shut down the Cub Stars, which they most, for the most part did, and needed to pitch well and play good offense. We saw that today. If the Pirates can come away with two out of three in this series to start the year, that's a big win for them. Obviously, there's still 159 games after that, but if you can take positives from anything you're doing this year, winning series like this to start the year would be very nice. And if you can hold Anthony Rizzo, Wilson Contreras, Chris Bryan, and Javi Baez to one hit, you're doing something right. And the Pirates pitchers were hitting the zone very well today. There were some missed calls by the umpires, but that's baseball. There were some wild pitches like the Richard Rodriguez save. He kind of had that one wild pitch where I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. Are we about to blow this? But it didn't happen, which is always a good thing. Um, Jock Peterson didn't really do too much either. He did have one of their RBIs. The RBIs were credited to Contreras, Rizzo, and Jock Peterson. But, I mean, again, if the Pirates can start off fast with this offense, it look, like this team just feels different already. Like, I understand it's one game, but this team feels very different from then it, what it did last year. Like, last year it was just, oh, okay, this is a team that's here. But now this team is here. They look like they're going to be a gritty team that's going to fight in these games. They're not just going to lay down and lose 100 games. It, it looks like this team is going to be very solid. It looks like this team is ready to not be super competitive, but at least make some, like quiet noise in the NL Central and maybe maybe decide who wins that division like I've said for the last month and I'm very excited and I would bet on the Pirates to hit their over on wins totals this year just like you should go to betonline.ag there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust that is betonline.ag sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code lock15 for your 50% welcome bonus meaning they will give you money for putting money in your first deposit on betonline.ag. Also, make sure you check out, and you probably hear that I'm very hyper right now after this big win, make sure you check out BuiltBar.com. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's the best-tasting protein bar on the market. I love the birthday cake flavor, the churro marshmallow puff flavor, all this good stuff. Make sure you go to BuiltBar.com and use that promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. So you could be as hyper as me after the uh, Pirates raise the Jolly Roger and get a W. And when I come back, we are going to highlight the rest of this series in the final two games and see what the Pirates have ahead. And I will be right back.
Alrighty, everybody, and welcome back to the Locked On Pirates podcast. And if you know about the Pittsburgh Pirates, you know prospects are their big deal. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So, going into these final two games for the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, we obviously play Saturday and Sunday, so we have the off day tomorrow, which is why you saw a ton of pitchers pitch today. But the Pittsburgh Pirates, of course, will have Tyler Anderson and Mitch Keller on the mound in the last two games, and then it's on to Cincinnati to take on another NL Division or uh, NL Division Central foe in the Cincinnati Reds. So, if the Pirates again can come out and play well against Chicago, and again take two out of three in the series, I think it'll be very fun. I think they'll find a way to maybe win one of these last two. I wouldn't expect them to get the sweep. If they get the sweep, I might go ballistic. I will be honest. (laughs) Like, if we get the sweep, I might go crazy. But if the Pirates can also, again, stay disciplined at the plate, (coughs) excuse me, if they could stay disciplined at the plate and keep things rolling, and the bullpen can pitch like they did today in these final two games, the Pirates should definitely win this series in Wrigley. The offense will come. I think they don't leave as many runners in scoring position as well. I think the likes of Brian Reynolds, Adam Frazier, Key Brian Hayes, and even a Jacob Stallings do much better. Gregory Polanco in Game 1 did not look too great. I think he does need to be better. Um, there's a possibility that he isn't, but it's there's also a possibility that he is. Uh, But when you also take into account that other things could go a certain way, uh, if the Pirates can also manage to keep Chris Bryan, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, and Contreras under check like they did today, there's a big possibility that the Pirates do win this series and start the season really well. Uh, What I would basically do and say is look forward to it. I will obviously be on the podcast tomorrow. Uh, and then Monday I will be recapping the series as well as previewing the Cincinnati Red series. You guys enjoy the Buccos win, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the two games, and I will be with you guys tomorrow and Monday. Have a great rest of your Thursday night, and thank you so much. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now for April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024.